And now, Jabroni Studios, in association with Big Herm Productions, is proud to present to you, recording from an undisclosed location in Oakdale, Connecticut, it's Chris Burns, it's Chris Lynch, this is Dysfunction Junction. Ladies and gentlemen, from the state that has put two of us on our ass with allergies today, <coughs> and one, one guy in Colorado who just is a dickhead. We want to take you on a ride tonight, a musical ride. Pollen season it pollen season here is three days. <laughs> Don't ruin You're the on day intro. fifteen. Don't ruin the intro. <laughs> no matter where we go, no matter what we do, we ask that you keep your hands and your feet inside the car at all times. In through nose, out through mouth. <sighs> And as you go over that long dip, before you hit the loop, you're going to see the signpost that says, Welcome to Dysfunction Junction. Fuck yeah. Yeah. My name is Chris Burns. To the immediate left of me on the screen is my esteemed co-host and one of my daughter's godfathers. Chris Lynch. And of course... A.K.A. IP Freely. Oh, well, rock and roll all night and party every day. And... The producer extraordinaire, the man with no hair, he will make you a dictator, whether it's mashed or fried. Crunchy's it, the best. It's Big Herm, Michael P.S. Herman. Guys, other than allergies and sickness, how's everybody doing tonight? Doing all right. Doing all right. Pretty good. I had good. a good week. Good. Had a little easier for me to say. How's the weather good... in Babylon, asshole? <laughs> good. It just finished raining. Um, no, <coughs> good second half of the week last week. We, uh... We saw John Fogarty Thursday night, which was nice. Better, better see his ass before he dies. I tell you what, man, for a guy in his 70s, he rocked harder than most young kids today. And, and he lasted yeah. longer than Prince. Yeah. Oh, you want to make jokes, Herm, huh? You want to make jokes? <sighs> yeah. Uh, but it was a very important tour because it's the celebration tour. It's the last one before he dies. I'm sorry, what? Well, well no, besides, <laughs> besides that... Um, it had been 32 years since he lost the rights to play his own music. And no shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's right. That 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 finally happened, huh? It, his wife fought for the last 20 to get them back, and she they finally relented. Now he can play all his own music without having to pay a royalty. Yeah, wrote, I think the shit he wrote 50 years ago. Right. He can now perform live. I think the 97 right. premonition tour that I saw. Yeah, I said that. 1997 Premonition tour. Almost 30 years. Yeah, it was. That was. I heard. Um, you know, Fortunate Son, and you know, all the the good CCR shit, and then of course the solo Fogarty stuff. Wow, has it been that? Wow, it has. Wow. All right, yeah. I'm gonna shut yeah. up. Yeah. So it was the first night of the tour. Um, his kids' band, his two sons, um, Harky Har. Were incredible. I mean, one of them looks exactly like he did in 1960, whatever, um, and sounds like him. He's got the same singing voice. And the other one is a hell of a guitarist. And if people don't remember, John Fogarty is one fucking awesome guitarist. Oh, absolutely. He, he broke out in a hammer-on solo halfway through the show, and it, it, the crowd just it went silent because everybody's just standing there or sitting there looking at him like, holy shit, this guy can actually shred. That's something um, I wouldn't have thought from Fogarty is doing hammer-ons. He, he revolutionized the, the guitar sound of the sixties. I mm. mean, he was, he was like a silent 
revolutionary during that whole. I mean, you hear a CCR song, you know it's John Fogerty's guitar. It's well, of that, course, it's got that crispy crunch to it. And then well, with the with the finger picking and all that other stuff, kind of led into a hard rock heavy metal. Take, all right, so into the sixties, into the seventies, and then Dane Cook was Saturday Night, which was an amazing so show. Um, he made fun of woke quite often. Okay, he made some jokes about it. It was it was it was good. <clears throat> all right, I, I'll have to watch the Dane Cook. I just saw he has a special on Netflix or something. I am gonna watch it. I like Dane Cook for the fifteen minutes he was popular. He was really good. Uh, I want to go back to Fogarty for a second because you you hit on something that really. It's going to go into a lot of what we talk about tonight. Right. Is that you hear certain guitar players, Hendrix, Clapton, Fogarty, Eddie Van Halen, Dimebag Darrell. Uh, I can't think of really Prince. I will throw Prince on this list. You heard Prince and you knew that was Prince playing that lick. There are so few guitar players, and maybe on the on the way low end, I'll throw Ace Frehley on that list because he does have a distinct guitar sound. Jeff Beck. Jeff Beck Beck doesn't Jeff Beck he's he's the only Jeff Beck's the only person I know that actually um, makes a guitar he he can make the guitar speak it almost sounds like there's there's lips and it's enunciating words when he well I I would like to introduce you to two names Uh, Carlos Santana and Steve Vai could do yes yeah yeah, I'll I'll give you I'll give you both the same thing but for 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 the exact same reasons Um, yes but yeah, um, I I thought he was a great guitar player. Yeah, Jeff Beck Absolutely. and Eric, uh, Jeff Beck and Eric, what the fuck's his name? Did did a lot of Eric Johnson did a lot of Eric lot Johnson. Of, Eric Johnson did a lot of stuff together in the late eighties into the nineties. Speaking of which, I want to point out to you guys that it's the thirty year anniversary of uh, Eric Clapton writing his biggest hit after his kid fell out the window. Cheers in heaven. I knew I hit it at one point. <laughs> yeah. It took a kid falling out of the window to make a right. One so point. I'm leaving this up to you, the people, and you, the co-hosts. I'm not running this show tonight. This is going to be fun, but I want to know, do we want to do our top fives and then Whitney Houston or Whitney Houston and then top fives? I say we Whitney Houston. This is my vote. We Whitney Houston and then we spend... Now I I haven't figured out how how we're doing top five lists. Like, are, are, are we going to do each person's separately and cr- and comment as it? Because it's yeah. not like we can go around like questions and da 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 da. No, it's not. Or we all have a, or like when we did a, our own stable, you know. My thought my thought with the list is it's going to be rapid fire. Let's say Lynch says, okay, with his top five guitar solos, he's picking Engve Malmsteen. Not that anybody would, but he says, oh, Ingve Malmsteen's Krakatau, and, da, 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 and this is why I like it. Boom, we move on. And, you know, we just yeah, do works. our cu- Yeah, and we'll do Herm does his, Chris does his. I yeah, do yeah, yeah. And then we wax a little on each list and move on. And All right. I'm only herming on. one. I'm only herming one category. I have one honorable mention. I have three. Listen to you. You're herming before I herm. I have I have bonus tracks, but I, I that are that are outside my specific I list. Don't like, I don't like using this word that often, but I'm going to use it now. Herm, you fucking cunt. It's all right. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> I, I have a couple. I'm okay of, with that. I have a couple honorable mentions. It's my party, and I'll go over if I want to. Well, then, <laughs> a, car, 
water and I'll pee if I want to. Much like I did with the male singers back in the day, I crossed this off as the day went on. I had my list two days ago, and I'm like, uh, no, I got to do this. I got to move this. I got to take this off. No. Now, <clears throat> now I'm herming it. Fuck this. Uh, yeah, I'm on, my, I'm on my third list. I had three complete different topics that I ran it and then not was that, like, no. Nope. Not that you can see what the lists are, but you see it two big lines. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That was the only ca- the only category I had to really fuck around with. But we might as well go in. Netflix has the rights now to I Want to Dance with Somebody, the Whitney Houston story. Yep. I wanted to see this. I didn't want to go to the theaters. Um, and especially... i got to be honest. I don't really want to see that much in the theater, given the 80-inch screen and the fucking surround sound I have. I don't believe that. And a fridge in the kitchen and the fucking living room. What? And you can watch a movie in your drawers, drinking a Red's Apple Ale, dude. You're 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 done. Well, you're good. You could do that at the movie theater, but they might. They frown up. upon it. I tried that it's, once. It's it's it's, up it's, it's definitely fucking frowned upon. I tried that once, <laughs> but sir, they kicked sir. me out. And then you, ten minutes later, Pee Wee Herman walked out behind me. Could you quit flicking your boogers and your clipping toenail clippings? Those are boogers. Um. Yeah. Don't don't give away all my secrets, Lynch. This those is, are uh, boogers. Those are not boogers. Yeah, fuck. Hey. I got it. I got an eighty-five inch screen, an awesome surround sound system. That you do. Yeah, it's five steps away is the kitchen. Why? Mm-hmm. Why do I need to go to a movie theater and listen to some other asshole? Yeah, if I if I need it bigger, I'll put it on the thirty-foot movie screen. There you go. But <laughs> even even one of the movies I want to see right now, which is Spinning Gold, the story of Casablanca Records, I'm not going in the theaters. I'm going to wait till a streaming platform picks it up. I want to see why. That it's in the comfort of my own home. I don't have to spend 18 bucks, and if I do, it's on Doritos, Kit Kats, and Diet Dr. Pepper. Bingo. There you go. So, we all decided we're going to watch this movie. We'll have a good time, hopefully. And I am going to say, right off the top, I was impressed with the movie. I really Mm -hmm. was. They didn't shy away from the dirty details. They didn't shy away from the rumors early in her career. They didn't shy away from the struggles she went through. But what they did do, in my opinion, was lift her up. You saw the struggle, but you saw the rise. Then you saw the struggle again, and you saw the rise. They. This is probably the most honest biopic I've seen in 15 years. Yeah, it, it was it was pretty good. I'd say that because, yeah. like you said, it, they, it, they, weren't, they weren't shy about looking behind the curtain. <clears throat> the last the last biopic that I saw that was this good was American Sniper. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't count the, the one about Elton John or the Freddie Mercury one. I those those are Well my gaining. my problem my problem was is it was it was it was the the Freddie the, the Freddie one was pretty good. Uh uh Remy Malik or whatever the hell his name is there. Uh I I I thought yeah, he did he did exceptional with it and i thought they nailed a bunch of shit that is that 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 oh, man. I, I thought it was pretty good um elton john uh it was all right if they didn't but, turn they turned it into like some 40s musical which the minute that started i was immediately checked out and i wanted to see the elton john life story i wanted to you know see the pain and the struggle and this and that without seeing every scene turned into some fucking cabaret gimmick 
You know, I'm I'm even even though I'm not a. Here's what I'm gonna, I'm going to cut this off right here, and say, you know how I feel about certain things. I watched Liberace behind the candelabra, and was it uh, Douglas? Help me, Michael, Michael Douglas. Yeah, uh, uh, m- m- Michael Douglas and and, uh, and Matt Damon. Matt Damon played his boyfriend. Yep. As, as graphic yep, yep. as that film got. I loved that film. It was a really, it, really good movie. Exactly. No, it de- it definitely was. And Michael Douglas did a hell of a job. Oh my God, did he not have those mannerisms down? He had the and the girl who played the girl who played Whitney Houston, spot on. Got to give her mad yeah. credit. Yeah, she, whoever um, cat. Go ahead, she please. Looked, she looked just enough like her to where it, she was very believable. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't an impression. No, it was well. Yeah, well, it, it was it was mannerisms and the way she spoke and tilted or moved her head. We'd all seen her do it in interviews. We'd seen her in real life. Um, it was it was pretty good. The one scene that got me, and easily it was the there were two that got me. It was one where she's starting to bubble and it's she's starting to rise, and they pantomimed the "I want to dance with somebody" video. Where she's in that glittery silver dress, yeah. <laughs> and she's walking through that hallway, and I'm like, God damn, it looks just like the music video. Yeah. And she had everything like down to a T, much like Remy Malik as Freddie Mercury. This girl had her shit together. The second yes. scene that I thought was very powerful was her singing at the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was a good when one. she's she's in the wings. She's a tad bit nervous, and right before that, they're like, Whitney, you just got an offer to do the Super Bowl. And her and Bobby are sitting on the couch going, the Super Bowl? Like, the Super Bowl? The Super fucking Bowl? And they're just going back and forth, and it's like, celebrities can get giddy, too. So it it made her more into a real person than we ever knew about. Right. So, I mean... As far as I'm concerned, everything I wanted to talk about with this movie, I'm done. This was a fantastic film beginning to end. Um, I can't say anything bad. I've never given a movie a five-star review on this show, but guess what? Five stars from me. Yeah, I I, I agree. Yeah, I'll give it five. What did you like? Guys, solid you know, five. Tell me uh, I, about what you guys thought. Uh, I, I I thought it was it, it was more. Uh, it was more of the same. Um, the way she she played the character, you didn't feel somebody was playing the character. You just kind of felt like you were watching Whitney. Mm-hmm. Um, the the cinema the, the cinematography and the effects for the way they recreated some of those scenes um, they were really really good. Were really oh, really good. Like I didn't realize I was watching the. Um, uh, it's not right, but it's okay when they, after she, he comes to her with the song and she's like, wait, no. And she starts doing the, she starts how she, no, she gets the song and how she wants to, how it's, how it's going to be done. Right. And then and they, they, and then they, and then they cut to, um, the video and I was doing something or moving through the room and like had to double check because I walked through and it, that, that was the Whitney Houston video and then was like, wait, no, that's, I, wait, that, no, that's not. That's not Whitney. This is that movie. That's, I th- you know, because they cut a lot of footage in 
that was real. Like the footage at the Super Bowl was cut in from footage at the Super Bowl. Right. Um, but she, they recreated that scene with, with her acting it, but the crowds and all of that stuff, they, they used a lot of real fill. So you really, you, you really felt it was, it was all the same stuff. And going back to that scene you're talking about with, it's not right, but it's okay. And she hears the song, she's not into it, but she's like, wait a minute. That gives you like that behind the scenes gimmick of what it's like to be a singer. Well, no, she, she she is into it, but he, he brings her the song and he's like, yeah, it's not, it's not your thing. And she's like, give me that. She's like, give me that. Let me, let me work with she's this like, a little wait, bit. Wait, wait, give me that. You know, Cause he, I, he pulls it away before she actually like looks at it and I, puts a little artistic spin on it. This goes back to, you know, we talked about the Bohemian Rhapsody film. When they're arguing about, what are these lyrics? What are you doing? And then John Deacon just goes, thump, 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 thump. And then they're like, okay, we get it now. This is good. So to get that behind-the-scenes glimpse of how a singer gets presented songs, here's what somebody wrote. Oh, this is, nah, I don't feel that. I feel this. Let me work with this. That was fantastic. Right, right. That was, what, what are these lyrics? Look, and he's like, wait, wait, wait. Just play this. And, mm -hmm. and and he's like, oh, and they're all like, okay, all right. I don't know where this is going, but I like to start. If you haven't seen it, it was like watching a cinematic version of Metallica's Some Kind of Monster. Even though the album was shitty, it was cool to watch how they built the St. Anger album. Yeah. Right. And yeah, I, I still... I, yeah, I, how it actually came together. Yeah. I can't think, I can't think of one track I like on that album. No, not one. That and the I think he, can, uh, snare drum. It was a keg. Yeah, an empty keg. I was going to say it's an empty back. keg. It's it's not it's it's not a, a snare drum. And, and and you know again, I don't want to get too far from Whitney Houston, but correct me if I'm wrong. Did it sound like Kirk Hammett's guitars were recorded underwater? Yeah. No. Uh. Uh. I want clean, good guitar guitar sound. I don't care if you're Carlos Santana, Eddie Van Halen, Dimebag Daryl, or Josh Hamler. By the way, Josh, if you're watching, I told you I'm giving you a shout-out tonight <clears throat> two times. That was one. Get ready. If you don't know who Josh Hamler is, Google his ass. His ass. I was just going to say H-I-S-A-S-S. -S -S. This is did not going to end well. Yeah. Did, you, did you mean Black Cops? <laughs> I watched Ted 2 yesterday, I'm sorry. Did you mean Black Cox? <laughs> uh, Fuck right. you, Thunder. You just got Fox. Every webpage is three clicks away from Black Cox. That's right. Look, I can look up Grand Canyon. Did you mean Black Cox? <laughs> Did you mean gaping black assholes? Oh. <clears throat> That's funny. It's gonna be like that, is it? Huh. All right, so Lynch, your your review, your your final thoughts on the Whitney Houston biopic. I want to dance with somebody. All the same things you have to say, and I was not disappointed because uh, a lot of times you hear they're doing a biopic, and even though it's a Hollywood production, you know they they put a lot of money into it. A lot of them come off like the Lifetime. Quick. Well, we, I mean, let let's you know, be I mean, honest. The three of us completely shit on this. And held reserve 
because to to to, to truly but to truly pass but all of us shit on this if they left out all of the gritty shit we were all like oh man is this just some fucking wax job nobody, wanted a, fluff, nobody wanted a fluff piece right we were like, if this is just a fucking fluff piece and a wax job you can get the fuck out of here with this so now i've got to watch it because now i have to even figure out if it's worth watching just to, i have to watch it to figure that out this was cocaine bear but with a singer rather than a bear yeah <laughs> yeah for real well, for real in every religion for that whitney houston cocaine and music on the next dysfunction junction and don't bobby, forget brown. bobby brown yeah, exactly don't forget bobby brown no i liked it i thought it was very well done um i wasn't disappointed i would actually watch it again just catch things i may have missed the first time which i always oh, yeah. Movies. yeah i'm sure i did i'm sure um, i did no i was yeah. pleasant, pleasantly surprised and uh, i give it two thumbs way up all right my ass well there's a surprise when did you have the edible mm, just before you i was gonna say about 30 minutes ago all right so netflix my Reese's species what did you just say they are reese's pieces and shut the fuck up it's not mr reese didn't make those it was mr reese and he made those and they're reese's as in like mr reese owns them reese's and like the same fucking sounding word pieces reese's pieces don't make me go upstairs and get my shirt Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. I'll wear it next week. I said it on purpose just to piss you guys. Oh, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. It's the cast iron frying pan in the dishwasher picture. Yeah. Basically, what he did to us was... I do do that, though, but I just run them through the dishwasher on a... Just on a water cycle. A light level, yeah. We don't use soap on them. What Lynch just did... Oh, if I use was, soap, it's in, the, it's, in, it's in the sink and it's dawn. If it's what, not hurting a fucking baby duck, it's not hurting my 200-year-old cast-iron fucking pen. What Lynch just did to us... What Lynch just did to us was smack the back of his hand and say, You sirs may fuck off. I did. And he won. Sometimes I did. So, next year... It, it's in production now, and I hate to say it because I know... Everybody that knows me for more than 15 minutes is going to roast me about it. Netflix is on board making the Kiss biopic, which oh. will take you from Inception to about 76, 77. Do we doing... get to see Netflix's imagination and 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 their vision of Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park? God, I hope not. Oh sweet Jesus, please, please! Well, I'll pay big. I'll pay big money that month, Netflix. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I, I wait to see that in my Venmo. Thank you very much. I did. I sent you twenty bucks the other day. Got it. I'm just sending random money because I don't know what it costs. Her. <laughs> oh, I'll is. let you know. I'll be like, it dropped. Do 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 do. My my problem with this is, I if someone's gonna do a pick like this. Do it from the books. Do it from the stories of the people who were there. There's plenty of books out there from J.R. Smalling to Bill Starkey to C.K. Lent to a lot of these guys that lived and breathed and worked with the band. 
if you do it from Gene and Paul's perspective, it's going to be a fluff piece. And oh, it's want a, a fluff yeah, piece. it's going to be, it's all going to be uh, uh, all about us and how great we are and buy my merchandise. Exactly. And yeah, I, I, I'm really hoping, yeah, you know, I mean, well, you know, we need a Netflix that, that discloses the Folgers commercial. Oh, dear God in heaven. Okay. Okay. Uh, the worst piece of shit in the history of shit and pieces. Yeah. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. That came up the other day, right? Came. Yeah. Oof. Oh, can't do it. Cannot do it. But yeah, um, the more I see a lot of these musical biopics, I want it to be true to the story. Don't leave shit out. The grittier, the better. And right now, I would put "I Want to Dance with Somebody" like one step above Bohemian Rhapsody. In that, well, I think so personally because I I wasn't a huge fan of uh, as much of a fan as that. Uh, I don't know. I I, I, I love. Yeah, I loved Bohemian Rhapsody for what it did. It gave you you know a, enough of a backstory. But whoever made this movie, I want to dance with somebody. Really dug deep, and they did their work. And as well, they should get rewarded. They this should be one of the top. It should be an award-winning film. I don't know what year this was made, and I don't care. They should win a bunch of awards for this. I it probably won't, but I, I agree with you. I got an idea for a show episode coming up, and I want to run it by you now before we get into our top five lists. And this would be like one of the best viewer participation things we could ever do. Much along the lines of these top five lists. The top five acts, whether it's solo, band, whatever, that is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is inclusive. They've got rap. They've got pop. They've got this. They're just, it's just, they might as well call it the Popular Music Hall of Fame. Yeah, they might as well just call it the, 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 music, the music Hall, hall of, of Fame. fame. Um, because really the only thing they don't do is... Um, they don't do a lot of country, but that's only because country has like Grand Old Opry, and that technically was their awards and their grading system that for a is, long time. Like they, day. right? They well, they have their own genre. They have their own subgenres within their whole thing. So they have their own music. The 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 country music awards. <laughs> right. We're twenty seven minutes in, and it is my pleasure to say, Derek, you're banned from the show. You want to put that up on the screen so people uh, know why we're banning not, Derek from the show? They've got not, the Depeche Not Mode. really. He, 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 Is Depeche Mode a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame act? I want to know. I'm going to the Google machine right now. And you guys can talk amongst yourself. Well, Lynch left. Lynch left. Depeche right. Mode. No, but they're in... What do you mean? No, but they're in. You can't be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame unless you're in the Rock and Roll. Unless you're an inductee. Which, by the way, the greatest American rock band of all time is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You're welcome. I'm just. I still love Derek. Uh, Depeche is Depeche Mode in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? No. Ooh, Man, that was ooh. a lot of urine. 2020. Was that when they went in? Yep. 
Oh, that mode. was that was COVID year. So, any, uh, th- th- I'm pretty sure that <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's like the like a stats book. There's an asterisk next to it, right? I don't this know. this this was COVID year, so it really didn't matter. Hold that <laughs> well, they would have put. Gonzo from the Muppets in there in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Wow, they could have, and people would have accepted it. Josie, okay, the Pussycats. So while while Herm is blowing his snot all over the place with his bullshit, I want to read to you the 2020 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees. And it goes: Depeche Mode, the Doobie Brothers, Whitney Houston, Nine Inch Nails, T Rex. John Landau, Irving Azoff, and the notorious B.I.G. So keep talking your shit about the 2020 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, I know. I'm just saying that Depeche Mode. Well, no, they they needed fillers. You know what I mean? Like they had Biggie. They had they had Biggie. Everything else could just be anywhere it wanted to be. You know, they had Biggie and the Doobie Brothers. That's pretty much that could have been the list that year, and everybody would have been happy. Of that list, I have one question. Who the fuck is John Landau? Uh, it's there, bingo. The, uh, so is, wasn't he the wasn't he the actor that that? Oh, Martin Landau. My Martin bad. Landau. <laughs> was he the doctor in King? Du- no, that was Doctor Landau. No, that was Doctor Landau. No, um, shit. He was, time, he was a big time producer. He produced uh, some of U2's earliest stuff, some of their best stuff. Uh, rat, uh, the Rattle and Hum and uh, U two has best Joshua stuff. Tree. Joshua Tree and Rattle and Hum are two of the best rock and roll music rec- albums of their time. Uh, it breaks I, my heart, but you two had are, two are. good albums. And those are two of them. Those yeah, are Rattle and Hum two. being one of them. Rattle and Hum is an incredible fucking album. The B.B. King song knocks uh, it out of the park. Flowers and Italy. <laughs> Thank you for that. I need, you know, this video with Flowers in Italy, that yeah. one. Like, what the yeah, fuck are one. you talking about? Oh, so, all right, so now we have our top five list. We each came up with a category, and I don't know where we want to leave off. You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna say it like this. Fuck it. Lynch, this was your idea. Yeah. You have the first category, and we want to run through your top five first. So, Lynch, take it away, my man. Explain and talk. Explain yourself. Explain myself, please. Uh, so these are no particular order. I don't know about you guys, but I didn't rank them. I just these are five of my favorites. I did. I ranked them. I ranked them. Uh, see, I didn't because to me they're all they're all equally great. So the best uh, you can get is a C. Yeah. Exactly. Continue. C exactly. <laughs> exactly. Don't aim high. Aim for the middle. Heard. He completed C the plus. assignment with minimal effort. Excellent. Yeah. C plus B minus. We're gonna go there. <laughs> What did we say pre-show? I'm going to get paid to shit. Yeah, you did. I'm going to get paid on company time. All right, That's top right. five. Mine was, I picked guitar solos. Yes. Uh, like I said, these are in no particular order. These are just five of my favorite guitar solos. Uh, I will start with Prince Purple Rain. Uh, the last seven minutes of that song are fucking phenomenal. And I'm going to put a hyphen there. Um... Prince, I, I'm, I'm herming it. Oh, Jesus Prince, Christ. One fucking a, pick in, and we're herming it. Already? It, we're starting this shit already? I want to get it out of the way. All right. Um, I am also going to put Prince's I Could Never Take the Place of Your Man, the album version. Uh, the last 
it's a, the first three and a half minutes of I can never take your place. The man is it, you know, being a nice little pop tune. And then it goes into this funk jazz fusion. I, I don't know how to describe it for the next six minutes. And it's a beautiful piece of music. So that's my number one. That's my number one. I just made, I just made an honorable mention on the guitar solos because fuck you Lynch. Okay. Um, and fuck you Herm for inventing Herming it. I, I, I have an honorable mention for guitar solos. There's so. a surprise. Okay. Jesus Christ. I'll Price. see myself out. <laughs> well, you're already home. Here, Here's a box. Put everything from your desk in it. Security right. will be here in a moment. I am the box the, is only this big. I am, by the way, in the Speedway Review Studios, where I will not be tomorrow night, because I'll be watching AHL playoff hockey tomorrow night in Hartford. Providence Bruins versus Hartford Wolfpack. Maybe some maybe, bru- maybe, maybe some one one maybe one type of Bruin will fucking make it. Yeah, I doubt it. Hartford's up 2-0 in a five-game series. I'm Fuck gonna be, me. I'm going to be Dude, watching I, a celebration. It ain't going to be Bruins. Come on, Providence. I I don't want to say I think I jinxed the, the, those games by not watching it. Well, I blamed it on you anyway, so it but, doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like my wife. When I wake up in the morning, I just say I'm sorry. When she says why, because I'm gonna fuck up at some point today. Because I lasted 90 seconds, whatever. Um, but anyway, uh, I'm gonna go back to the list. Number two, uh, David Gilmore, comfortably numb. Ooh. Uh, whew, gives me the gave me the chills when I was a kid, and it still gives me chills now if I'm in the right mood. Uh, just a beautiful piece of music. Uh, number three is Rory Clark, Magowenga, Magowenga. God bless you. God bless you. Um, Roy Clark was probably one of the most criminally underrated guitar players of his of his time. Absolutely. Yeah, for those of you who don't know who Roy Clark is by name, uh, just sad. think just think the roly poly guy with the curly hair on Hee Haw and the Muppets and the Muppets who played guitar. Um, he and if you're under thirty, Google him. Yeah, he he again just another <coughs> beautiful, beautiful piece of music that takes you on a hell of a Hell of a ride! Fantastic um, choice. Number four, I I'm I have so many honorable mentions. I don't know if I want to slip my honorable mention onto the list or not. But I don't You're think gonna make I the will. Um, I'm throwing Metallica on the list, and my favorite Kirk guitar solo is one. Okay, all right. Um, okay, I think I think that is his virtuoso piece um i i think it it oh see that's the to me that's the last decent metallica album of the old school metallica and all right I think, i'll buy it and i think that first album with jason even though you could never hear him on the mix uh was probably the them at their best before they went the bob rock way and came out with the black album uh, very, very, very good, very, very, very good um, guitar piece. What and up, Leon? Uh, I'm also going to herm this pick in its in an entire Jesus album. Christ! Wow, I'm not even going to herm myself that much. Eric Johnson, Eric Johnson, Cliffs of Dover, the entire album. Okay, yes. And I want to say my number five <laughs> is another guitar virtuoso who doesn't get. Uh, he gets the credit he deserves for being really, really great. Um, is Joe Satriani with uh, Summer Song? Nice. Oh, great pick. Those are those are my five. 
Satch was um, like number seven on my list, and I, I, I tried to work him in, couldn't do it. I mean, I looked at all genres, too. I looked at uh, country and western. I looked at um, rhythm and blues. I mean, to, to me, our uh, uh, four-chord blues is there isn't, a, there isn't such a thing as a bad solo, you know, when you're talking Muddy Waters, B.B. King, all those sure. guys. Um, there really isn't a bad guitar solo. So that that that's a category into itself, right? So, well, I mean, there are bad guitar solos. Just there are, but I mean, by well, anything in the blue in that blue spectrum, with old school blues, that they're all sure, beautiful. they're all beautiful. Sure, um, you know what? I'm just gonna jump over Herm. Herm can last. He can uh, he can eat it. He can be the main event of this list. Um, with my list, I wanted energy and feeling i wanted the hair on the back of my neck to stand up when i heard these guitar solos doesn't have to be a virtuoso thing it just has to be you know energy and emotion and number five on my list is carlos santana black magic woman that's a beautiful beautiful piece oh that that man can make a guitar sing and maria maria almost made my not maria maria um yeah it was maria maria where it was, was it Wyclef or whoever singing mm-hmm. is like, and he would say, played by Carlos Santana. And then he just went, but Black, Ma- Black Magic Woman to this day makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Yeah, it's a beautiful piece of music. Um, I will say that God appears on my list twice. <clears throat> and the first time God appears on my list is right now. Um, Eddie Van Halen, Don't Tell Me What Love Can Do from the Balance album. Yep, I can take All that. Guitar oh, solo. Wow. That's a good one. I mean, Ed could do no wrong. Ed could play, you know, the names in the phone book, and it would be awesome. But that song, that guitar solo in that song, feeling and emotion, and it just, again, makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up. Number three, technically, the guitar solo was good, but the beginning of the song, the solo he does at the beginning of the song, Righteous Prince, When Doves Cry. Mm. That opening solo riff at the beginning of When Doves Cry will make a nun cream herself. It's that fucking good. Seriously. That's good. Uh, Number two, a double guitar attack, trading the solo, K.K. Downing and Glenn Tipton from Judas Priest, Metal Gods. It's a solid pick. Mm -hmm. And of course, here comes God one more time. Number one, the solo from my favorite Van Halen song starts out starts out heavy, gets light, and then he just churns it right back up again. Eddie Van Halen, Humans Being. That's a very overlooked song. It's underrated, and of course, because it's a Sammy-era song, people don't put that in the virtuoso Eddie Van Halen. But come on. If you're, if you're a guitar freak and you listen to that <clears throat> song and you're not impressed... You don't have a pulse. Get out of my get out of my face. I, I'd listen to him play the ABCs for an hour. Oh, absolutely. He you could know, play play the he alphabet. Could, he could play "I'm Just a Bill" on guitar and make me just like <laughs> "I'm Just a Bill." Oh, and keep in mind, I did not put my favorite guitarist of all time on this list because he wasn't a solo guy. He was a groove guy, and that's Dimebag Darrow. Yeah. Well. His solos no. were all, his solos were tough, but they weren't anything I'd go that that you have to listen to. Uh, one of my honorable mentions is uh, Zach, Zach Wild. Um, I would say Dime would be 
definitely on my honorable honorable mention list. Uh, oh. Cemetery Cemetery Gates, the solo oh. in that it is. It literally made the hair stand on my back on my arms when I first. If we did a top ten, if we did a top ten, Cemetery Gates makes it. Oh, that's. But oh. my honorable mention goes to another Prince song, and Herm will remember this because the first time we heard it. We had heard the singles from the record because I was stealing the cassette singles from the radio station. But when we got the full album and the opening song came on, Thunder by Prince and the New Power Generation. Oh, yeah. That song is, like you said earlier about somebody else, criminally underrated. It showed Prince's versatility as a guitar player. Yeah. Uh, the His single, Seven. Uh, is another great song that that opens up that album, and that's probably one of my favorite at that era. You know, form, formerly known as Prince. Yeah, from the era. Androgynous album. Yeah, yeah, love that. I love that album. All right, this is where shit goes sideways. Herm, your top what? five guitar solos. Wait a minute. I was supposed to do lists for each of your topics too. Don't be an asshole. That's no, I'm serious. I'm serious. I thought we yes. were. Each- I thought. Well, then I am. Way underprepared for class. I thought we were each making our own list, and then we were doing them. That's no. That's what I thought too. Have you ever been on the show before? Yeah, yeah, I have. Yes, I, I have since the inception. Um, and I, 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 I didn't realize we were doing three topics of lists because we usually each do a list, topic. and it's one topic. So I did, I did a list for everything. So I guess I'm gonna be the asshole. Make me the asshole. Play the music now. Make me the asshole of the week. How does it it. feel to be a real Ladies and gentlemen, I'm I'm the asshole of the week. How does it feel to be a real asshole? (laughs) Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in history, actually, second time, I was the asshole of the week once once before. So I'm the first two-time winner. I of was, of the oh, week. No, I, I'm a one-time winner. I got the, the special prize. Well, uh, that, I mean, shit. Shit. I had three lists. Hey, well, look at it this way. Herm, Here's we're going to go to you next. Sticker. Herm, we're going to go to you next with top five one-hit wonders, and I can chime in, but my top five music <laughs> videos, not only do I have five music videos, I have three honorable mentions, so fuck you, Herm. Oh, and uh, my uh, uh, my honorable mention, which was supposed to be the add-on to Lynch's list, was um, uh, People Get Ready with Rod Stewart with Jeff Beck, um, yeah. the end of that song. There is no real solo in that song. There's like, there's like a three-minute outro that's all Jeff. It's a but, jam. It's yeah, a uh, jam. It, it's just beautiful. And a uh, personal favorite guitar solo. That's All right. By the way, I got to go back. Um, when we were talking about the Bruins, Zach said, remember every time you get up for a beer, the Bruins score. Now, this is the P Bruins we're talking about, not the actual Boston Bruins. I was sober for both of those games. Steve Blanchard, whoever you are, I love you so uh, much. Steve, guy that I worked with out, out at Noble. That's I love funny. You so much right now for that. <laughs> Zach is right. If I go to this game tomorrow night, which I will, Hartford Wolfpack, Providence Bruins, Calder Cup playoffs, and I get up to get a beer, the Bruins are going to score. So uh, my Venmo is uh, at Chris Dash Burns. Send me beer money. So every time I get up, the Bruins score. They move on. 
if that's what you want. If you just want me to go have a good time, just say fuck it. I don't give a shit. Fuck it. Fuck it. If you're on my friends list on Facebook, you can find me on Venmo. Send me beer money, bitches. Send bunny. Send beer money. Did you Word. send bunny? Send bunny. Send maybe. I might have. Send I'm bunnies. Down the stairs again. Do it all. Send it all. Do it. Alright, so Herm's list was Alright, so my list is top five one hit wonders, and I specifically went with uh more rock and rolly one hit wonders than like pop wonders. Alright. Um my list is pop centric however it spans yeah i mean i've got some crossover shit but uh i've got a bunch of decades here uh number five my my list spans four decades number five we're gonna go uh we're gonna go with dexy's midnight runners and come on eileen nice all right all right because everybody knows that song and nobody knows another fucking thing they did nope um here's a good one we're gonna go way back uh we're gonna go uh Norman Greenbaum and Spirit in the Sky. Wow. Yes. All right. All right. Uh, let's see. Number three, we're going to come back up a little earlier. We're going to go with uh, 1979, and we're going to go with uh, The Knack with My Sharona. Nice. Um, uh, let's see. Then we're going to go wave. We're going to back it up, and we're going to go... Um, it's a personal severe favorite. Um, we're going to go In the Summertime by Mungo Jerry. Wow. All right. Nice. I like that one. It's awesome. And uh, the, the number one um, one-hit wonder on this list is um, we're going to go with um, Iron Butterfly and Inagata DeVita. All right. Fantastic list. Can't argue with any of those. Uh, honorable mentions to uh, 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 Frankie Goes to Hollywood for Relax. Okay. Uh, to Falco for Rock Me Amadeus. And here's one that almost nobody will remember. You guys will. But um, it's a song by a gentleman named Paul Hardcastle. And the song is called 19. 19. Yep. Fantastic. Uh, my honorable mention would be uh, 99 Muff Balloons. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Nana. yeah, yeah, by Nana. Okay. Well, only I'm only going to repeat one of Herm's, and it's my number five, which is Falco, Rock Me Amadeus. Excellent. My number four, my number four is Right Said Fred. I'm too sexy. I knew that was going to be on an honorable mention list for you. I, I almost know. put it on the list just to watch you lose your shit. It's on the top five. It's number four. Uh, number three, Soft Cell, Tainted Love. Tainted Love. Number oh. two. Number two, only because I change the lyrics of this song every time I hear it. And it is a fun song. I got to give this guy credit. Sigh, Gangnam Style. All right. All because right. When I sing it, it's Broken Condom Style. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, sexy lady. Broken Condom Style. Uh, whatever. Uh. And uh, I'm surprised this was not on Herman Herman's list. I'm uh, very upset by it, but my number one one-hit wonder was Murray Head, One Night in Bangkok. Um, it 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 made the list in my head. The problem oh, wasn't head. it wasn't really rocky. That was truly pop music at the time, yeah. and I was kind of go with more rock and roll. Um, 
bluesy shit. So, but yes, that that makes the that makes the Herms top five favorite of all times. Bangkok, Oriental City, where the city don't know. I got, and the I got, best part is I that. Please, 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 please. No, go ahead, Chris. You get you finish your thought. No, my, my creme de la creme was, of the chess world with a show with everything but your Brenna. My only thought was that that song survives because you know, yeah, you hear it every now and again on elevator music, but when they did it in The Hangover Two with Mike Tyson singing mm-hmm. the song, it, it it exploded all over again. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And, and the one thing I always say to people when we talk about one-hit wonders, like, oh, they weren't a one-hit wonder. They're one of my favorite bands. Really? Name another hit. Can they, Right. Can you name the album? Because the album was chess. Yes. And it was the soundtrack to the musical. Musical. Chess. chess. Thank you, Herm. <laughs> you have survived the week of being canceled. So two good uh, one-hits, uh, as a as a honorable mentions, um, Billy Vera and the Beavers. Uh, and the Beaters. Uh, what did you think? And it needs to be that live in the club version. Yeah. Um, yes, my yeah. father loved that song, just dad, like I, just, I did. My dad I did prefer too. the version in the train station with Michael J. Fox and Courtney Cox. Well, that that's the that version that that they play on that is the version that everybody loves. Yeah. There is actually an album version of that, oh, and it's horrible. Oh. I have I have an honorable mention. It's it's kind of like the same thing as like um um what's their name the the, the power trio, uh uh da, 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 fuck. Wilson Phillips. No. He said uh, power trio. Oh. I don't know. Power trio. I'll I'll remember it. All but right. um. That yeah. brings me that brings me to an honorable mention for one hit wonders Krista Berg, the lady in red. Yeah. Yo, who did the flame? Well, I, they're, they're, I can't remember their name. Thank you. No, 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 not at all. Oh, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. All right. On the dark so this side. Is where, what's that? On the dark side. On the dog. John, John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. Yeah. Uh, they had two or three in that string. Right. I don't remember them, so that's the only. Well, you don't remember what you had for fucking breakfast, this so. True. This is also true. You know, okay. you don't you don't remember what you had for breakfast. I can remember right. forty years ago, but I can't remember yesterday. Wow. The fuck is wrong? What the fuck's up with that story? At least you didn't say thirty years ago. He's on it. He's on the button tonight. Gotta love it. All right, so my list, and you guys will chime in because I know you will, was top five music videos you've ever seen, and for me. It wasn't so much that it had to be like uh, a Michael Jackson thriller, big production. Is it did it have impact when you first saw it? Did you did, again? It goes back to the guitar solos. Did the hair stand up on the back of your neck? So I'm going to start with number five with Ghost. He is. If you've never seen the video, video, it is a total mockery of Jim Jones and the People's Temple. Um, it's a beautiful song. If you've never heard it, please I, I, look. Everything. If you've never heard something I put on this list, and chances are one, two, three of these you may not have. Go look it up. These are fantastic videos, and they encompass like that. It's like seeing oh Christ the the one video because you mentioned Kirk Hammett earlier and the one song. When you saw Metallica's first video, you'll never forget it. Mm-hmm. That was Impact. 
when you saw and for me the video like if i were to point to say megadeth was hangar 18. all megadeth videos were the same you know here's the band here's dave doing his thing and here's a bunch of destruction hangar 18 was fantastic not on my list but whatever number four I'm really not a fan of his videos, but this one kicks my ass every time I watch it. I Every now and again, I need to pick me up. I'll watch this video. Weird Al Yankovic, CNR. Yeah, that's a good one. If you don't know that video, go out and watch it. It is hilarious. Making fun of the White Stripes, but, you know, pumping up Charles Nelson Riley, who, if you don't know, he is. Dude, you guys are going to do a lot of Googling tonight. I can see this now. <coughs> I don't give a shit. Uh, number three, Josh Hamler. Here comes your second shout-out. Oh, all right, all right. Josh Hamler, Nathan Hunt, my good friends from Shaman's Harvest, The Come Up from the album from 2016, which was uh, Red Hands, Black Deeds. That video is fantastic. It's gritty. The song and the video make sense with each other. That's what I love. Number two, and I'll never forget the day I saw this one because I was with Herm, when I saw this one, when Michelle Pfeiffer walks into the video with that outfit and straddles that chair and looks and says, So, you got something on your mind? Coolio, Gangsta's Paradise featuring LV. That video, wow, fucking phenomenal. Great Amazing. song, too. Absolutely. And number one, even though the band <laughs> never appears in the video, is again ghost dance macabre if you've not seen that video go watch it the song is very 80s you'll love it the video is great the dancer i swear to god is it's about corn dance on the cob kind of uh the the main girl in the video i swore to god the first time i saw it was lady gaga it was not and my favorite dancer is the one the first one you see crawl around the floor the, uh, the Spanish chick, she is so hot. My honorable mentions will go to Michael Jackson, Dirty Diana. Fantastically edited video, live shots, cinematic shots, live shot, cinematic shot. Um, Wang Chung, everybody have fun tonight. Why does that guy never smile? Every video, he looks pissed off. But it was the, the whole Max Headroom thing where he's like, yeah. I drive a million miles and his head just keeps going in this direction and people come in and out. Fantastic video. And a newer band that Lynch and I are into because the drummer has big boobs and she's hot. And the singer, wow, she's growing into herself day by day. Liliac, Seven Nation Army. Yeah, it's a good, that's a good video. <clears throat> There's a lot of other ones too that I remember. Um, uh, Peter Gabriel Sledgehammer. Ooh. I was just going to say the Peter Gabriel vid videos, Sledgehammer and Big Time, were. Big Time. Big Time. Um, again, I'm a huge Peter Gabriel fan. I, I like Peter Gabriel era Genesis. That, I, that, I, I, I grew that, up listening to that. That video won all kinds of awards that oh, year. Right? All over, like all of them, like all the awards. And um, I point that video out a lot when flat earthers talk about CGI. Look at CGI in 1986. It was Peter Gabriel and Dire Straits. Go fuck yourself with a ring. Yeah, and it was. It wasn't even that. It was all just. It was green screen. It was the best we had was green screen, and it yep. was that was the. It was so new and so awesome. Like that did was you, the. That was the state of the art. Did you choose Sledgehammer? Yeah, Lynch. Yeah. So when the train comes out of his mouth, yeah. that always it was like, yeah, yeah, 
Um, you got those. And, uh, Mike, another Michael Jackson, um, Billy Jean. Ooh, the light up sidewalk. With the light up side, you'll never forget that. The first time I saw oh, it, I was like, wow, this is I really just, fucking cool. I just and, came up um, with another one. Uh, I'm trying to think of the, oh, oh, another one. <clears throat> that kind of was, they're all earlier videos because when MTV actually still played videos. Um, and they actually meant something. They they, mm-hmm. they were little movies. They weren't just the band standing there doing this anymore. Um, what the hell was? Uh, fuck, I, I'll remember it. All right, probably I just, not. I came up with one because uh, in the music video genre, it was I love story videos. And Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson say 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 was a story yeah. video. That's a great and video. And it was fucking phenomenal. I love everything Paul McCartney does. Paul McCartney could sing the menu at Lucky House, and I'd be happy to buy the record. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd shell over 30 bucks for that. <clears throat> Fuck mm-hmm. yeah. Number 27, Beef and Broccoli. <laughs> Go, Paul! Yeah! Oh, I, I was going to say In the Air Tonight. Ooh, great video. Mm-hmm. His, his face. Just his face the entire time. Oh, okay. I got. I, I just came up with a nut. We could run the next thirty minutes just doing this, and I'm, I'd be okay with it. Uh, Richard Marks, Hazard. Oh, I don't remember that. one. Yeah, that that was pretty good. That Ooh, one was pretty good. Listen yeah. to the song first, and then watch mm-hmm. the video. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't a that. huge. I wasn't a huge Marks fan. Um, other than his couple hits that he had, mm-hmm. and one of which was, I think, my graduation theme oh god yeah he had a couple of hits that i liked that were well (laughs) songs he's got a couple of songs that i like that weren't hits Mm -hmm. um he's got a song called keeps coming back to me yep that i really that i really really like it never really went anywhere but it's a great song and i'm surprised it never went anywhere i like the stuff he started doing back in the 2000s again too i like his newer stuff the stuff he does currently than i do the older stuff because it's He's a very talented musician. It's just he was painted mm-hmm. into that that piano pop. Right. And the you reason know? I liked Hazard as much as I did was it was a Well, that's because the pussy chased him. Well, you go where the pussy is. Right. But he Hazard was a minor hit. It broke the top 40. Never really climbed too high. But now, the was song... That, was the that song early Richard there, Marks? Yeah. Hazard. Hazard. Right. Mama moved to Hazard when I was just, just seven. seven. Yeah, I swear I left her by the river. <coughs> oh, it's about right. a kid who gets rung up for murder and he didn't murder the girl. Yeah, like all that happened was him and the girl went and hung out, and it's it's and actually a true brother. story that he yeah. turned into a book into a song. But um, him and the girl went and hung out by the river, and uh, he had to go home, so he went home. And she was dead the next day, and that that and there was it was a whole thing. But yeah, wow. that's they that's tried to the, ring the kid up. Yeah, they tried hard. What a fint! Oh my god! To this day, if that comes on my shuffle, I turn it up just a little bit louder, and I'm singing along. I swear I left her by the river. Yep. I am just oh, what a fantastic song! Another great video, and Herm. We've watched this video probably a bazillion ninety-nine times. Garth Brooks, the Thunder Rolls. Yeah, it's a pretty good video. It's a pretty good video. They doll him up, 
you know, he he does his you know performance part. Right, and he's, he's, the, he's but he's also the character in the exactly. in the video. Yep. And when the wife shoots him, ooh, done and done, man, all good. Um, oh, that reminds me—he's got me. a gun. That was a great video too. Yeah. You wow. Like story videos. That was. Um, a, that was what story. about Tool? Whether it's sober or prison sex. Prison sex. The video oh. for prison sex is just like, dude, this is fucked up. And you're mesmerized. And you're like, what? What is that? What am I thing? watching? What is that thing? <laughs> you can't turn around. What the fuck is that? <laughs> and then you realize that's that video is where all the toys in Sid's bedroom next door were based off of like all the toys yeah. in sid's bedroom looks like they belonged in a fucking tool video mm -hmm. and here here's one <laughs> fuck <laughs> all right i'm gonna get laughed at for this one but watch the video again i go back to impact and when i first saw the video i'm just like god damn this is fantastic. They weren't even a one-hit wonder. They were a no-hit wonder. The fact that this band got a video was surprising to me. Zodiac Mind Warp and the Love Reaction with Prime Mover. Hmm. Hmm. And I'll take it one step further. I'll go with Britney Fox, Girl School. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, God, we're walking down a dangerous path here talking about music videos. You guys, you better start writing this shit down because you're going to have a lot to YouTube tonight with these videos. Wow. Fuck. Uh, Sinead O'Connor, nothing compares to you. Great fucking video. Very simple. Yeah. Um, wow. That was good. Yep. Yep. Henry Rollins, Liar. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what was that Madonna video that got all that controversy? Which one? Like, erotica. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, no, that's... Like a prayer? It was a black Jesus. Yeah, it was like, like a prayer. prayer. Like a prayer. It was it like has, a prayer. It was a very good video. Because, Absolutely. again, it's a, it's a story video. It tells a story. Yeah. And give her credit. All of her videos in those days were stories. Even the Papa Don't Preach video was fantastic. Danny Aiello? Um, yeah. Like... Jiminy Christmas. Um, under well, overrated band, underrated video. Poison, Fallen Angel. Yeah. Um, I like. I uh, just. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, Biggie with Hypnotize. Ooh. That's a good video. Mm. And All it right. was. I was scrolling through YouTube and that came through. I was like, oh, I actually watched the whole video. I hadn't seen it in a long time, but that's a good one. The video that changed my life as far as rap music is concerned went out the next day went out and bought the cassette brought it on the bus and everybody <coughs> lost their shit straight out of compton <clears throat> everybody on that bus to this day if i called jimmy savage and i said hey jim straight out of compton the next line out of his mouth would be crazy motherfucker name ice cube boom we all remember it and the movie, I love the movie, by the way. It's not even in my top five of biopics, but that song, the beginning of that song, the first thing you hear, you are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Mm. You knew you were in for some shit. 
Only on the explicit version. Right. Wow. Unbelievable. Uh, more, more recently, um, the band that did the videos on the tre- the video on the treadmill. Okay, okay, goes. I have no it, idea. You're going, you're going way back. Hang on. Yeah. Okay, go. Here it goes again. You, okay. You you gotta know it. They're on four treadmills, and then they they're they're walking and dancing, and then they trade treadmills. Okay. I know you've seen. All right. Everybody on the planet has seen it at least once. I'm gonna tell you guys about this video. I want you to watch it, but do not watch it with English subtitles, or you will be ruined for life. Romstein, Ish <laughs> I love I love Romstein. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> and I'm sorry I ever looked up English translations of these songs. That is my favorite Romstein song. But I loved the song, and I was like, I wonder what they're saying in English. I, I will never do that again. I will just listen to Heine, Fine, Stain, Divina. Okay, that's fine by me, because I don't want to hear, I put rats in your urethra. Like, what? Huh? The fuck? No. I put a rap. A rat, a hamster in your ass. Right. I took a I took a rusty saw and sawed off your vajayjay. Like, <coughs> no. Yeah, the lyrics definitely don't translate to English well. They don't but convert when you well. Listen to Romstein, and they're singing "Ich to find a Stein to find a." It like, sounds yeah. great. Fuck yeah. Uh, hey, Justin Thomas White's in the house. What's up, Justin? We're talking about our favorite music videos. Tell us um, yours, or be fired forever. Um. Fat Boy Slim with Christopher Walken dancing, uh, Weapon of Choice. Okay. That's a good, that's a great one. If I Only Had a Brain by MC 900 Foot Jesus. Oh Oh my my God. That hits, that hits two categories. Higher, higher. Can you hear me? I'll be there for you. Okay, if you're going to look up MC 900 Foot Jesus, you have to look up the Beavis and Butthead version. Yes, it's just fucking... And then watch the actual music video. I'm going to do that. I'm going to mail myself somewhere. You know what'd be cool if, like, I put myself in a box. You know, I'm surprised didn't make your list, Burns. What's that? Aha! Uh-huh. It was Take right on. on the cusp. Take on me. It really was. It was right on the cusp. A fantastically done video, but again, didn't make the hair on the back of my neck stand up. It, it okay. wasn't. It wasn't like that good, but it was good. It was fantastic. I will point to, um, oh, Jesus, I'm trying to remember the name of the band. I got the song. I just got to remember the name of the band. Fuck Me Running, and I'm usually good oh, at Oh, they did that song. Um, yeah, that they did that one time that they played. Fuck. <coughs> Hold on, I'm singing the song in my head. Uh, Ugly Kid Joe, Won't You Be My Neighbor, was a fantastic video. And, of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention, because Pauly Shore was all over this video, when Vince Neil went solo and he did, you're invited, but your friend can't come, Pauly Shore was all up in that shit. And that was a great album, and it was a great video. 
And he did better than Motley Crue's next effort, which the was Weasel. Up a storm. Whatever John Karabi said. Whatever John Karabi was mumbling. Absolutely. That was mumble rap before it was cool. Yeah, yeah, it was mumble rock. It was mumble bad. Core. <laughs> um, Johnny Cash hurt. Mm. Fantastic. That, that's a good. Uh, <coughs> great song, great video. Yeah. Transform mm-hmm. Trent Reznor's song into something completely different. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, now I'm just gonna I'm gonna go into my YouTube. It's like he, he wrote that. It's like he wrote that song about Johnny Cash. Yeah. I mean, he didn't even know it. <laughs> uh, Nine Inch Nails. If we're gonna talk about that, uh, Closer was a great video. Yeah. Oh. Most of their videos are good. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they all run into each other. Closer, I thought, kind of set the bar, and then everything else was <coughs> the same. Yeah. Um, what about Sweet Dreams, Eurythmics? Mm. Yep, yep, that's a good one. Definitely a good video. <laughs> Absolutely. You guys are fucked. You guys better be writing this shit down. Sweet I'm cream you, right? is made of cheese. Oh, Jesus. Who am I to disagree? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Um, to give my future ex-wife some credit, um, what the, the very first... The very first Hailstorm video, I get off with the cop that looks like Bob Backlund. Is Bob Backlund still in there? He's Backlund still in-, still in there. Have you watched that ever, Lynch? Or are you just no. saying that? No, because I, I, you guys do it all the time. No, I'm no, like, no, no. He hasn't watched it the way we have. We watched it live, and we were pissing ourselves laughing. Backlund is still in there. And it was Heenan. Heenan always like, is Backlund still in there? And there's Monsoon. Backlund, I'm sending you the link just of the Royal Rumble match. Okay. You have to watch it before next week. And have fun with it. I wish it was the one that Ric Flair won, but it wasn't. Uh, I won't tell you who the winner was. I'll tell you he was bigger than Herm and had two asses. That's uh, quite a few of them back then. No, no, no. no. No, no, no. no. That, no. That, last, that last cue just straight up gives it away. <laughs> well, not to Lynch. Look, he see, there's one here, and then, oh, look, and then there's, there's one another underneath. one down here. And we would say it jokingly watching him on TV until we went to... Yo, you know, what his name mean, you know what his name means in that language, right? Two asses. Two asses. <laughs> we made that shit up. But when Herm and I went to Money Night Raw in 1993, and this particular gentleman, who is no longer with us, uh, came to the ring, you could just see Herm's jaw. He really does have two asses. He does have two asses. They're right there. Look, one, two. Oh, yeah. You'll get the link. You'll have a good time. Oh, it'll be great. Herm, wasn't that the Royal Rumble where one of the Bushwhackers was like, He's, he's, he's doing his gimmick to the ring, and he gets up, and no sooner does he get in the ring than somebody throws him out. He's, he's, immediately, he's immediately eliminated as soon as he steps inside the rope. He's, the like plow, he's like doing his thing and plowed over. Yep. He's the record for the shortest fucking battle royal ever. Yep. He was in there for half a second. If that. He, and I remember Monsoon. He whacked his way in, and he whacked his way out. <laughs> Okay, so uh, speaking of the wrestling gimmick, did you all see in the like the the mid eighties the 
Land of a Thousand Dances where all the wrestlers sang and it was like the dumbest video ever? Yes. Oh. Yes, we've we've seen that. Absolutely. Wow. Right, that... You said 1993? 1993 Royal Rumble. All right, I'm looking at all the dudes in there uh-huh. from, that, from that lineup. And I don't I got to hear this. Adam Bomb, AFA, Bam Bam Bigelow, Bart Gunn, Big, Bam, Big Boss Man, Billy Gunn, Bob Backlund, Bobby Heenan, Bret Hart, Brian Nobbs. Yeah. I'm sure he does. Bruce Beefcake. <laughs> I love that. Bushwhacker Luke. Yep. Crush, Diesel, uh-huh. Doink the Clown, Earthquake, Executioner, uh-huh. Fatu. That's got to be the guy you're talking about. No? And you got Gene Okerlund. Giant Gonzalez, Gorilla. Oh, so you're you're looking at the cast rather than who was actually in the Raw Rumble? Because Gene Okerlund, if he was in the Raw Rumble, Herm and I would have shit ourselves. No, no, no. I would, I would, why did I not buy tickets to that? It was oh, in I... Providence for fuck's sake. <laughs> we missed Gene fucking Okerlund. Shit. This is just everybody on the roster. Okay. Here, uh, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna do you a solid. Oh, wait, I'm gonna... There's more. Oh, Kamala, wow. Coco, beware. I'm trying to find, figure out who the fuck you're talking about. All right. Well, by the way, uh, Dark Side of the Ring Season 4 is coming out, and I cannot wait because part of it's going to be Magnum TA, Adrian Adonis. There's a lot of good dudes on this list, and I am I am excited to see this. Um, if you haven't seen Dark Side of the Ring before, go to whatever streaming service you have. Yokozuna. And... Got to be Yokozuna. Why don't you go Google a picture of him and find out? I got out. it right here. Yeah, does he have two asses? Yes, he does. Yeah. There's yeah. one. There's there's this one up here, <laughs> and there's one. Down and then there's a little one down here. And if you look hard enough, there's one on his stomach too. Ooh! <laughs> Holy shit! That's a big motherfucker. But yep, yep. It, Yokozuna <laughs> is Japanese for with two asses. We made that shit up. <laughs> But seriously, I mean, when you have to watch this, Lynch. And when you watch it, the funniest thing is going to be you know it's coming, but you're going to laugh nonetheless. Hey, so-and-so is in there, and Ric Flair and Kerry Von Erich and all that. Is Backlund still in there? Backlund, Backlund is, is still, still in there. Set the record that night for the longest time in the Royal Rumble, which did not get beat until 2004 when nobody beat his record because WWE has erased the child murderer from existence. So, Aww. yeah, it, it was it was the child murderer that beat Bob Backlund's record. No, Chris Benoit. Benoit. <laughs> Benoit. Benoit. You know how many times <laughs> since that happened where... And, and my daughter gets the joke to this day. Like, do not make me go all Benoit on your ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mean like the balls? Benoit balls? For real. No. Do, we have, do we have to have a Benoit moment right now? There's a picture, <laughs> and I will find it, and I'll put it up on the dysfunction page. When she was an infant, she was asleep on her little mat in the living room, so I snuck up next to her, and I put her in the crippler cross face, and the caption was, why didn't you tap out? <laughs> So fucked up. That you're going to hell. <coughs> in all in every that. in every religion, <coughs> I know this, and I'm okay with it. I'm okay with that. I already have reserved seats. Right? Wow. So we went off the deep end from music videos to professional wrestling. We did. Yes, we did. 
But oh, you know what? But speaking of professional professional wrestlers in music pro videos, professors of wrestling, what? Professional wrestlers in music videos, <coughs> Captain Lou Albano. Oh, absolutely! One. That was groundbreaking. That that Captain whole video, Lou. Cindy Lauper. Yeah. She was ahead of her time, I think. Yes. I mean, not just the. The multicolored hair and the weird... No, um, but the way that she involved and co coordinated with that, that, that whole rock rap, that whole rock and wrestling thing, mm -hmm. that, that collaboration was just fucking brilliant. Well, it, technically, I mean, if you want to talk about it, that, that was kind of by accident. We need a big, fat Italian dude to play Cindy Lauper's father... And her boyfriend slash later husband slash later ex-husband, David Wolf, said, I know just the guy. We'll get Lou Albano from the WWF. No, I know, but that Vince ran with it, and she played along, and it was, uh, it was beautiful. It really oh, yeah. set her career off. Uh, funny story. If you ever Google uh, the Piper's Pit that Piper did with... Cindy Lauper. Oh yes. And they get into the tussle, and she smacks him with the purse. The purse was supposed to be empty. She emptied she... everything out except a little perfume bottle, and it left a mark on Roddy's head. Did it? Oh yeah. And he he talked about it in his book. I wish I could have interviewed him, but he was drunk that day. Fuck! I'm still pissed off about that. You have a nice family. Have a great Thanksgiving. <clears throat> Just sign my book, fuckface. Yeah. But yeah, that. Oh, uh, but yeah, I mean, think about you know. All right, here's one for you. <coughs> Best celebrity cameo, whether it's rock and roll, actor, or whomever, in a music video. Oh man, um. The guy from Animal House in Twisted Sister videos. Ooh. <laughs> Not one, but three. Uh, Nieder, Niedermeyer. Yes. <laughs> I can't remember the actor's name. Mark Metcalf. There you go. I knew it would come to me. Like Christmas. For me, it would be, I, I can't remember his name. Uh, Lynch, will, Lynch will know this. The guy who played Sipowitz on NYPD Blue. Dennis Franz. Thank you. He appeared in the, and I'm going to call them by their name. I don't give a fuck about cancel culture. The Dixie, Dixie Chicks. Chicks. Goodbye, Earl. He That's played a great Earl. video. Oh my god, great song! That whole album is great. They were they were good, but then they got political, and I'm like, no, you're too leftist for me. <clears throat> just just sing the fucking hit. Yeah, make me make me happy and do what I paid you to do. Right, just sing Earl. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> There's not a day that goes by that I cannot make a goodbye Earl reference. Just sing Earl. Yeah, Earl just sing Earl. Had to goodbye, die. Earl. Had to die. <laughs> great fucking tune and great fucking band, but they went woke and now they're <clears throat> the chicks, which describes every group of women I see at a bar on any given occasion. Who who are those people? Those are the uh, chicks. The chicks. It's not like those bitches, but they're the chicks. What are those? Those are called gratopotamuses. 
their indigenous to the, the Grotopotamus is they're indigenous to the city of Groton near and around the naval base. I have not heard that in a dog's age. Wow, the Grotopotamuses. That's uh, you funny. always, it always, you could always, you always knew when the boats were out to sea, mm-hmm. when ladies' night and all, all the land heifers were at Christopher's. You're asshole Navy. to elbow with every Navy wife ever in the history of ever. Mm. Speaking. That's a really nice wedding ring you got there trying to grab my cock with. Right? Speaking, <laughs> speaking of the Del Mar winch. <coughs> yeah. Corey from the Speedway Review. By the way, you can watch tomorrow night. I will not be a part of it. I will be at the uh, Hartford Wolfpack versus Providence Bruins game. <coughs> Corey wants to know when you're going to make the trip, you and me, to the Golden Banana. Well, we'll, we'll see what happens this summer. As long as Nicole's there, I don't give a shit. And if Ebony still works there, I'm leaving. I don't give a fuck. I'll walk home. That bitch can kiss my ass. This cost me $20. Damn it. Yes, she did. What is the best stripper name? And look, here for our next... We haven't done this in a while. For a $25 Amazon gift card, if you can go back and tell us what episode... The Ebony story happened on and timestamp it and Herm will verify it. You win a $25 gift card courtesy of Dysfunction Junction. That is your homework. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. And oh, we got a go also please. maybe a softball team. Oh, yeah. Tell them. Yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm in the works. Um, making some stuff go on and hang and, and figuring some stuff out. But uh, hopefully here in the next week we will be sponsoring a softball team so for the whole season we will be be the the sponsor of the softball team so uh we'll be all over some shirts like the bad like like the bad nose bears chico's bail bonds (laughs) yeah and it's with jordan so uh he's on the speedway review so hey who what is the speedway review by the way Oh, it's a podcast on Wednesday nights. They talk about racing and stuff, mostly NASCAR. They talk about driving left, fast. Well, unless it's a road course, you know. I mean, they got to steer right. There's road courses. Six uh, times yeah. a year, bitches. Yeah. Yeah. It's I road, like course. road courses. I like you know, those road courses. There's road courses. Now, I hear that the main host of that show is a sexy beast, and he's leading the fantasy points. Is that correct? Uh, I have not heard that first part, but I know that the host is leading fantasy points. <laughs> I have I have not heard that first part at all from anyone, but um, I did hear a couple of people talking about the second part. Corey, <laughs> Corey, just oh, on the show. Wow, I was just rude. You were just downright offensive. Um, what did I do with the paper? Hold that thought. Jesus Christ! I put it somewhere around here. Fuck! I need it for next week to calculate the points. Oh wait, I found something in my pocket. No, you didn't. Eat shit. <laughs> Well, anyway, I'm leading the points, and fuck, by the fuck way, fuck your picks, Lynch. If, if you're your not, nuts. if you're not watching the Speedway review, there was a huge jump in points. Yes, I'm still in the lead, but Tori is no longer in second place. Oh, who knocked third place? Corey has taken over second place because he had a huge week this week, and it was fucking phenomenal. What did I do with the goddamn? Was it because of Kyle Busch? No, it was because of Martin Truex Jr. <laughs> he traded Kyle Busch. That's why. For what? Like a ro- 
for like a cat and a roller skate because that would probably finish better. Uh, he traded him for a rotisserie chicken and two Ooh, Bud Lights. That sounds nice. No, there like, we go. Okay, one of those so little, one of those little block blocks of wood, pine derby. I'll do, nice. I'll do, I'll do this here for you guys. So if you ever want to do the speed review thing, I go from worst to first. So here we go. So Jordan, if you're at if if you're at work and you're watching this, <clears throat> eat shit. This is, this is this. I looked back through all my papers. This is the worst week anybody's ever had. Jordan had Kyle Larson, who gave him five points. Kyle Busch gave him sixteen points. Justin Haley gave him fourteen points. And A.J. Allmendinger gave him 13 points for a weekly total of 48 points. I don't know what that means. That means that was the lowest what's a, score. What's, nor, what's, a, what's a normal week for? What's an average week? Uh, an average week? If I had 100, to do 100 points plus? Uh, anywhere between 80 and 100. Okay. How, how does fantasy NASCAR work? I take the points. That the same are, as, as football. You buy slaves, and you bet on them, and you hope they perform. And then if the slaves perform, you get money at the end of the year when everybody tallies up what their slaves did. We don't get money. We get T-shirts. Same thing. It's goodie bag, swag, money, whatever. Right, so as long as the slaves perform. How many, whatever. How many drivers on a team? Four. Oh, so you just pick. It's like we you draft. draft, you draft we each, just like a fantasy football. But with with NASCAR, what we do with the with the speed review is you get one through ten, eleven through twenty, and then the field. Your fourth pick is random, whoever's left. So, think about it. Only four guys are going to go out of the top ten. Mm-hmm. So you have an opportunity to pick another top ten driver and 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 boost your your point total. Jordan didn't do that at first. Corey did, I did, Corey did. We'll find out in just a minute. But, yeah, Jordan is, this is the lowest point total we've had in two years of doing this. Wow. Yeah, I had to look it up. I had to go through all my papers and be like, did anybody ever get a 48? No, the closest one was me with a 55. Hmm. No physical ability. Get in that car and drive 500 miles, John. You'll find out. I am not even playing with him tonight. But I will say, and I want to say something nice about John while he's on here. Um, with the week I've had, and I told you guys about it, and um, the the bullshittery that I've had to go through, John is John has been there every step of the way. So John, I'm gonna I'm gonna tip my hat to you. Thank you for being <clears throat> just an actual decent guy, even though the next time you spew filthy shit about NASCAR, I'm gonna slap your lips. We, we, we have an answer to the gift card question. Oh! Okay, hold on. I want to hear this. The question was, what episode was the Ebony story? Timestamp it. You get a $25 gift card. I'm not giving I'm not giving the answer because if it's I don't want anybody else to put in a different answer that's close. Who answered? Um, um uh, it's not an answer. Zach. Again? No shit. Yeah, he's already hit with episode and timestamp. So yeah, I just the, apparently he let his fingers do the walking and yes. He probably had that shit written down. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. He's got the motherfucker. I'm, 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 just, I'm like we we it's 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 we have an entry, so 
Well, you know what? No, I said the first person that comes in, I am gonna go make sure that timestamp is good. Right. That's 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 a, like I, I have it's it's like a bingo right now. It just has to be verified. If Zach, <laughs> if Zach is the correct answer, you were the first, and you will win. And this time it won't be pink. I did. I bought him a pink gift card. Ooh. I didn't see him for quite a while, and I haven't seen him for quite a while, if I may be honest. And when I brought him his gift card, I didn't know that his current child, who is five months old-ish, was going to be a girl. So when I bought the gift card, it was pink. I did it on purpose. So this time, it will not be pink. Congratulations, Zach. Once nice I job, buddy. Once I that you are the winner, then... Uh, He's the wiener. Yeah, right. You're the wiener. You're the Look, all right. Now, now I gotta fuck with John again. Uh, NASCAR is as much of a sport as tennis. Go fuck yourself. Eat shit. I take. I would take Kevin Harvick. I would take Kevin Harvick, Rusty Wallace, Ricky Rudd, Harry Gant, Richard Petty over <sighs> Serena Williams nine times out of ten, twice on Sunday. <clears throat> And I'll throw an extra name in there just to make Herm happy. Fat-ass Jimmy Spencer. Goddamn right. That See, now that, if you're a fat fuck and you can get in that car, I'm not going to say anything. Hi, John. Um, hey. but <laughs> if you're a fat fuck and you can squeeze your ass into that car and do 500 laps without eating a cheeseburger halfway through, you are an I mean, there, there's, I'm, I'm, let, let's be honest. There's a level of conditioning that needs to happen. Um, in that environment, it's hot. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, a little bit. It's hot. not power steering either. Uh, yeah, um, you're basically wrestling with that car. The because the, mm-hmm. the the car literally all just wants to turn right, mm-hmm. and you're continuously focusing it focusing it left to stay on the track because the car kind of has to be set up to go to the right so that you can stay when you turn left. Yeah. You, you you know what I mean for for balance and all that shit. You're dealing with wheels and there's a lo- there's there's a lot, man. I mean, those dudes get their ass kicked for for four hours. I say right. Uh, I, and, it's a and, pretty and, shitty environment. And to you put up John, put up John's last question. I want to I want to put the, I want to put this out there. Um, how high? John's never ridden a motorcycle before. Okay, so you have a fire suit, which is heavy because well. It's a fire suit. It has to last for a little bit. Then you have the helmet. And the yeah, only thing it's an insulated fire suit. The only thing you... And they are cool suits for the summer months where they, they pipe something in, but the cool suit breaks your fuck. Ask Rusty Wallace about that in 2002 Ooh. in California. <coughs> cool suit broke, won the race, <coughs> collapsed after the race. Um... Not only that, but there's no, it's not power steering. And I remember Herm asking me back in like 94 ish, like, Herm is a mechanic. Herm can fix anything. I give him a lot of credit. But he's like, tight versus loose. Like, what are they talking about? Okay, tight, they can't turn the car. The, 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 there's no power steering. So you, you're just not able to turn the car. Loose, your ass end is all over the place. You have too much turn. So they put the wedge wrench in and they adjust shit. And <clears throat> look, if you don't think if you don't think it's an athlete, John, I'm gonna make you the, I'm gonna make you this offer right now. I have a friend named Joe Bowen. He's always watching the speed review. Isn't that I the president? 
No, that's Joe Biden. He's oh, the idiot. okay. Okay. All right. Joe Just Bowen is not a My idiot. mistake. My mistake. Joe Bowen runs the Rusty Wallace driving experience. So if you ever want to get in one of those cars and test it out, I'll pay for it. You want to you want to get in one of those cars? And I said this to a lot of people, and usually most of them go. I know Herm would be like, "Fuck yeah," but and and Lynch would be the same thing. But they also understand the nuances. But not to get off the topic of dysfunction junction, I'm I'm really it, we're going too speedway eccentric. You want to get in the car? Get in the car. I say we get we give John Daly a, a thirty rack of beer and shove him in one. That'd John Daly with a thirty rack of beer could win Talladega blindfolded. I think that would be interesting to watch. I'm, I'm, I'd buy that ticket. Oh, absolutely! And I'd buy you that know, ticket. Blasting yes, a I shotgun would. out the window every last. You know, my That's kid told me the other day. She was like, "You know, you know that SRX series is coming to Thunder Road right down the street from my house." I'm like, "You know who's going to be there? Your favorite, Daryl Waltrip, boogity boogity boogity." Oh, I got to get to see him. No, he'll be in the uh, broadcast booth. She got pissed. She goes, "I'm not going." Yeah, I gotta be honest. I'm I'm kind of interested. There's a there's a drag strip about fifteen minutes outside of town. Um, I'm I'm very interested to check out the local drag strip. That's pretty fucking awesome. You know, who just won his first drag race ever in the history of ever at 145 years old. Tony Stewart. Really? Yeah. He wow, married a drag. He married a drag strip driver. I didn't know that. Female, of course. You know, forget all the jokes I told about Tony Stewart over the years, but he's yeah, an asshole. And, but he's a good driver. It's okay to be an asshole and be a good driver. I think look he, behind I think me. Good. Yeah, yeah. I love Kevin Harvick. So do I. He's he's tough as nails. Yeah. And what did he do? He got in the car of Dale Earnhardt when Saint Dale died. So you know, you got to give him credit where credit is due. But yeah, Tony Stewart won his first drag strip race. And then won the day, like the Nationals that day. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. This Good guy is. Yeah, right? Now, a, guy like, a, guy like him is gonna, a guy like him is not going to lay around after he retires. No. He's going he's to find a hobby, and that's his hobby now. Well, I mean, again, look behind me. Stuart it's, Haas Racing. Yeah. He owns the team for cars. Uh, what is it? Uh, only drags around here are at the Speed Bowl. And anyone can run. Not true. Drag strip was. I don't. Zach, if you can retype that in English, that'd be great. Because can you put that up? I just want to see it. How do they drag at the what speed bowl? Waterford. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know that there's a oh, drag strip at the speed bowl. Thompson, Thompson has a drag strip. Thompson. Yeah, is that in English? Yeah, sure. it's not, it says anyone can run. It's not a true drag strip. He wishes CT oh, still had one around okay, here. See, you speak Zach. I, I speak English. <laughs> what the fuck is Zach saying? I don't know. Just keep playing. I don't know. Just keep playing. Right? It's funny. You're getting paid. Every, every now and again on the group chat, on not ours, but another group chat, all male, of course, because it's a focus group. Um, it's a focus Mark group. Will a, Mark will ask me about Skip. He's like, do you understand what Skip is saying? Yeah, I do. I speak Skip. Because when well, Skip what's, text, what's funny is that you can hear it in his voice. Exactly. I so mean, I, I, he's, he's I, that kind of guy. Interpret <laughs> and understand. That's all you got to do. Interpret and understand. 
this time, um, with Zach, you know, I've known Zach for 199 years. I didn't understand what the fuck Zach was talking about. Yeah, it took me a few times reading it. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got it. Uh-oh. <laughs> Just checking real quick. We're good. All right. Um, yeah. So, that's a thing. Um, anybody see anything good? Other than the, other than Whitney Houston? My dick! Uh, I said good. Well, yeah, it's you know, better than good. You're to right. each his own. Sorry. Better than good. <laughs> um, you know what? good. It's great. <laughs> I don't know. Again, how much you guys are into superhero shit, but the latest season of Titans on HBO Max is fan fucking tastic. You keep talking. I'll have to about check it, it out. I, you keep talking about that show. I, I maybe I should start watching it. Let me let me let me throw it out to you like this. You know my favorite superhero, not the most popular guy. Robin. Right. Always loved Robin. So when Titans came out years ago, it was a YouTube TV thing, and then Cinemax bought it, and they've been putting it out there. I didn't get to see it because I wasn't about to pay back then for YouTube TV. Thank you, Herm, by the way. Still haven't logged in, but I will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the event of a Falcons game. And um, I watched it, and the first episode, Robin comes in, he's beating the shit out of the criminals and whatever, and the cops show up, and they look at him and goes, Hey, Robin, where's the bat? And he turns, and he looks at the cops, and he goes, Fuck Batman. I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. It's all good. And Is it the... Obviously, uh, you know what? See, John, I'm going to I'm gonna punch you in your lips. You haven't seen you haven't seen Robin in the last. Uh, it's just a just a below average troll, man. I just no, it's a below he's, average he's troll. He's a good dude. He really is a good dude. Well, no, they're like that's what that's what the, a lot of the posts are. They're they're trolly. You know what I mean? You know what a troll is? Um, Zach asked, original Robin or Nightwing? So in the series, it is Dick there's Grayson. both. It is Dick Grayson, but he does yes. transit, he does make the move from Robin to Nightwing. Um, it is, it's the updated, um, okay, put up Elise's comment real quick. Uh, kind of, it's those characters, like the, t like the Teen Titans, and it's those characters, but in a more, uh, realistic, real-world style setting. Let, let me roll off the characters. You have Robin slash Nightwing. You have the second Robin, Jason Todd. Right. And they're all wearing the, which is weird to me, because they're all wearing the updated... Um, Tim Drake, Robin mm -hmm. outfit. Yes, full, yes, yes. No, no, right. Nobody's wearing. Nobody's. Nobody has done the classic. Yeah, nobody's wearing short shorts and tights. No, right? everybody's yeah. wearing like Avengers body suits. Right. It's John, John's going back to Burt Ward in 1966. We're not going to do this. Hi, Amber. How are you? Um, so Elise, let me let me finish this off. You got Robin slash Nightwing, Dick Grayson. You have Robin number two, which is Jason Todd. Robin number three gets introduced somewhere in season three, which is Tim Drake. Uh, Raven is there. Starfire, Beast Boy, uh, Superboy, oh, uh, Wonder Girl. Yep. It's just so good. And again, being a big Robin dude, I had to watch, and I'm 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 hooked. Every Thursday when they announce it, they're like. New episodes every Thursday. Here's where HBO Max goes wrong. They'll, they'll put the first two out. Ooh, okay, so I have I have an hour and a half of Titans. The second week, here's two more episodes. 
Ooh, I'm even better. After that, it's one episode a week, and you've pissed me off. Um, do we have time? I want to. I want to answer Amber's question if we can. Uh, I, I guess you can. We're at uh, an hour and forty minutes. All right. Maybe we'll take it longer. This is special just for you guys. Top five countries. Wow. I had to get a piece of paper. I might have to write this down. Um. <clears throat> who wants to start? Uh, that's a hard list for me. Uh, they used to do that with. Am I saying this right? Naruto, Naruto. I've heard it so many times in different ways, but I'm going to go with Naruto on Toonami. It sucked ass. Elise, I'm going to tell you this on my eyesight. No, it's legitimately good. It really is. And for Elise's case, I'm going to say this. If I'm wrong, I'll, I'll just give you the ghost tickets. I'll give you the Liliac tickets. You go to the show by yourself with the jackass of your choice. I'm putting my rep on the line if you go to hbo max and you watch titans you will be involved engaged and you will be entertained thank you i won't finish it because elise is like a kid sister type thing so i i love her to death thank you elise all right friends in low places would have made my list thank god i'm a country boy see now i gotta make a different list um all right i'll start um for me travis tritt 10 feet 10 feet tall and bulletproof Number five. Mm. See, I'm at a disadvantage here. I don't watch country mm. shows at all. All right, maybe I mean, I'm, I a, I'm maybe I'm in this alone. <laughs> but I'll be interested. What I would be definitely interested in what you have to what you have to say. That's for sure. Okay, so I mentioned ten feet tall and bulletproof. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Chris Ledoux, this cowboy's hat. Another like one. It. If there was a video to this, it would make a fantastic story video. That's a I like Crystal Dew. I definitely okay, yeah. do like. Um, this one is a Travis Tritt song, but it's Travis Tritt's music with comedy behind it. Um, Travis Tritt and Bill Engvall, here's your sign. There you go. Uh, my number one country song is going to flip people out. Uh, country Roads, Amarillo by Morning. Uh, Jackson, find out who your friends are. All right. Uh, How Do You Like Me Now, great song. But if I'm going to go with a Toby Keith song, um, I don't know the name of it. Somebody out there going to help me. I'll put another $25 gift card on the line. Um, It was uh, Toby Keith. I went and saw him with an ex-girlfriend. And it's the song about America. We'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Somebody in the comment section, tell me the name of that damn song. And it's not Red Solo Cup. I will punch anybody who says Red Solo Cup. Fuck. It's it's just such a great fucking tune. Red Solo Cup. It's not Red... Next week. Islands in the Street. Oh, my God. John is coming in hot. See, now he's making up for all the NASCAR bullshit. Take he's coming in it. hot. Yeah, he's got to make up for it. He knows he's going to get punched in the Take lips. this job and shove it. Ooh. Courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Amber, DM me, private message me your address. Uh, Within the next couple weeks, you have a $25 gift card coming to you. Good job. See, this is why you listen to Dysfunction Junction and you do it live. Why? Because we give shit away and we have fun. And you're a part of the the program. 
Yeah. See, I, I'm not even going top five. I, I'm just going to name off some. Uh, I, I mentioned the Thunder Rolls. My favorite Garth Brooks song is Standing Outside the Fire, which I got pissed off. My girlfriend made me leave the show five minutes before he played it, and the whole place was in flames, and it was amazing. Not like Great White, but in a different way. Uh, <laughs> not like Michael Jackson's Pepsi commercial, but, a, right? but, different, but differently. Oh, cripes. Um, I think my favorite ever country song, and I want to say it was Blake Shelton, is called Austin. That is the best country song ever written. 1,000%. Oh, The Red Strokes is good, too. You're right, Amber. Fantastic. I'll have to give that one a listen. Um, if you want an honorable mention, I know it. Take your who's pill. Gotta take their, who's got to take their pill? All right. <laughs> God, I just lost where I was going. I had a song in my... Oh, um, if I don't mention this and they watch it back, I'm going to be in trouble. But to this day, and Lynch will tell you about this because every year I'd throw myself a birthday party. We would go to the Duckpin Bowling Alley in Plainfield, Connecticut. And because I knew this song pissed Jim Lalamere off so much, I would play it at least six times that night. And because Derek's wife does not know the difference between Tim McGraw and Kenny Chesney, one of my favorite country songs ever is... She thinks my tractor sexy. And Herm will tell you this because I've sang it at his uh, at his gimmick thing at his uh, karaoke back in the day. Mm-hmm. Does mm-hmm. she wear glass? Who wears glasses? Stop it, Amber. Oh my God! See, uh, Elise said I used to love the Duck Pen Alley. Um, one year for my birthday, we went and we had a great time. My cousin Rachel. Walk down, you know, you know, in between the alleys where the ball return is. Rachel, my cousin, love her to death, walked down in between the alleys and stole three pins. Gave one to me, she kept one, and she gave one to my cousin Lee. We all signed it for each other like we're fucking celebrities, and I still have it somewhere here in the house. It's, it, dude, great memories. You know what? That's a show. Memories. <coughs> not not next week, but memories. You know, the like the of corners my of my mind. Oh sweet Jesus! The, uh, the top country song ever to me has got to be "Who's Gonna Fill Their Shoes." Nice job, Amber. Who's um, that by? Okay. Right, who's that by, Amber? Tell us. For me, like if I had to pick the top country song ever, it's a twofer. One from one album, one from the other. It was a story continuation. It was, um, and I can't remember how it goes. It was both Travis Tritt. I'm a huge Travis Tritt fan. Tell Me I Was Dreaming, and I think Any More came first. So Any More was the first one. George Jones, thank you. <coughs> swerving, swerving like George Jones. Cold beer sitting in the console. That that's a different dude, but it's a George Jones reference. Any, I think any more came first, and tell me I was dreaming came second. Watch the videos; if they don't make you cry, you're not human. Travis Tritt, <coughs> any more? Tell me I was dreaming. If See, I think I, it, 
I think if I remember correctly, I have heard those two songs. They're great songs, but when you see that, I saw the video. I, I, I like Travis Tritt. Oh, he's fucking amazing. He's like, I call it, we talked about this a, how many year, however many episodes ago when we talked about music. Manly country versus this, you know. Best country song ever. not even by a country band okay that's hank williams three right there oh hank three is good i'm gonna give you three words herm and you're gonna know because we wore this out back in the day david allen co oh if you've never heard the david allen co uh oh christ what's the name of the album rebel meets rebel all of you, write it down. Go listen to it. Download it. Have a good time. It's David Allen Coe and the three musical members of Pantera. Have a great time. Um, I got three words for you, Herm. Wasted Rock Ranger. <laughs> since, we, since we brought up Great White earlier, they did a country song as a B-side called Wasted Rock Ranger. and It's, it's horrible. I had cocaine with my morning toast and quaaludes with my evening roast and oh my god. And then we set fire to the club. What? Stop it! What <laughs> friends that were there? I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, it's not too soon. Let's let it go. <laughs> it's twenty some odd years ago. I know. It's not too soon. <laughs> it's been twenty years. I still make the trek, and I, I missed this year. I was early by a day, and I, I went to the <laughs> memorial, um, and there were, like, camera crews and everything. I'm like, nope, I'm not going. I can't do this. I don't want to be talked to. I don't want to be, you know, whatever. So that was February 19th. Um, I haven't been back. I will be going back soon. I'll take a video for you guys. I'll go visit the people and I'll show you the pictures of the people I knew that uh, unfortunately lost their lives. But look, part of the way that I cope, and I'm sure Herm and Lynch, because we're, we all share a brain, the way that we cope is we make jokes. You know, even when my grandfather died in 93, I was verklempt. It took me about a month to get back on the horse and be good again. And Herm made a joke one day. Herm, if you don't remember this, I'm okay with that. But there was I, I explained how my grandfather died. He got up in the morning. He put his clothes on. He tells my grandmother, hey, I'm going to go down and meet the guys for Bud. And just had a, had a brain aneurysm and died. Wow. It was that quick. Minutes. Seconds. And I got up one morning, and I'm like, God, I got this headache. And it's like, he's just like, don't fall over before you go don't, to McDonald's. Don't fall over before you go to McDonald's. 
if you can't laugh at tragedy, what can you laugh at? Dude, how many jokes have I cracked about mom and dad and that shit since they've passed? Like, constantly. How many... Okay, okay, and I gotta point at Lynch at this one, because he was part of the death pool back in the day. I celebrate celebrity death. Not that I want them to die, but you have to be able to laugh to get through the pain. Yeah. And, you know, um, Herm was there when Eric Carr died, and I knew knew Eric Carr, the drummer from KISS. I knew Eric Carr. So when Dimebag died, it was my birthday, and, you know, Lynch was, like, the second person I called, and we all got together and did the birthday thing, and it was that weekend, and we played Pantera, and we bowled, and Rachel stole pins, same weekend, and, you know, we made jokes, and it, it gets you through it, because humor is the way I, and I'd like to believe that these two, mm-hmm. get through get through tragedy and get through pain <clears throat> so if you can't laugh at yourself who can you laugh at that's my question other that's people homework. I'm other not people giving, i'm not giving any i'm not giving any more gift cards away fuck you y'all can suck a bag of butt <laughs> Ooh, that sounds nice well sucking the bag of butt or i'm not giving <clears throat> sucking a bag of butt that sounds that's interesting that's a blinch's alley I was going to say, how oh, long I, since the edible, Lynch? Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it reminds me of a line I just heard in a te- in Ted Lasso. That fucking goatee makes it look like he sucked on Bigfoot's anus. You actually <laughs> watched that shit? It's a great fucking show, dude. I watched three episodes. I couldn't get into it. Oh, it got, it got so good. That first All season right. was incredible. All right. <laughs> I'm, All right. I'm, I'm, I like him. <laughs> I love him. And that well, I like I like him. I just I, I'm not sure I like the premise. Uh, I just I'm not big on soccer, so. You don't. I, I I'm not a soccer guy either. I I it, I know enough of it to know it exists in the world, and I have watched the World Cup before. But you know, I don't have a favorite team. I do. <clears throat> it's whatever team wins. I could give a fuck about soccer. Yeah, there you Speaking go. Speaking of winning. Did anybody see the Bruins this weekend? I'll leave it at that. No, there's no winning yeah. for them. Yeah, I, I saw them. Ugh. I I saw that. I lived Broke through me. your. I, I lived through the pain of the, the that series through your texts. Oh my god. Let me explain something. Just when, disgusting. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go to game seven. Just not disappointment five, and six. everywhere. I've already watched but, the highlights. Uh, there were highlights Rose, to that series. Rose, wait, wait, wait! Bring up Elisa's comment. Axel Rose went to high school with some of my second cousins. That was in Lafayette, Indiana. I lived in Lafayette, Indiana, and I could tell you some stories about people who knew Axel, and they're either way up here or they're way down here. There's nothing so, in the middle. Yeah, hit me up. It's all good. Um, yeah, Elise, even a Bruins fan, don't remind me. Um, Amen. Let's just say it was a tale Amen. of a. T- it was it was a tale of a team that came in with their chests out, saying, "We were historic." Yeah, you were historic, all right. How'd that fucking work out for you? Yeah, the only okay. the only solace I have is that the Rangers are out too. So fuck the Rangers. Amen. Who's left? Who cares? A lot of teams, but we'll talk about it later. Uh, I hear the drums in the background. That means we gotta go. I hear something. All right, we're gonna come up goes. with a topic, you guys. 
junctiondysfunctionshow at gmail.com if you have ideas, questions, concerns. Let's do this thing. And speaking of which, we want a topic for next week. So I'm putting it to you, the faithful. Junctiondysfunctionshow, gmail.com. Send in the topic. We will research it. You have until Friday at midnight to get this shit done. If not, we're talking Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. Joe, is it me or does Lynch's house look like a geriatric nightclub? It kind of looks like if... Like he's gonna he, his club shuts down at nine PM. It's it, it's, like, it's exactly like that meme you posted the other day. The mu the music's quiet and the club shuts at nine. Can't mess with that kind of southern justice. Next week is your opportunity. You have until Friday, midnight, if you're watching on YouTube. If you're watching later, we'll think about it. What would you like to hear us talk about? That's that. <coughs> Too shy. Hush, hush, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say, stick around till the end of the show. It's not me this time. <coughs> Guys, have a great week. Lynch. Hey, Burns, can you pass me the... Oh, you should put that away before you hurt somebody. <laughs> you guys got me this time. Good job. <laughs>